0: Boris and you are parked in the access aisle. Good morning, and thanks for joining us. Today, I'm gonna be speaking with Daniel and Ruby from the world-renowned Drag Syndrome, a touring group of drag kings and queens whose stage performers are all people with Down Syndrome. Thanks for speaking with me today and for all the great work you do in helping spread the message of inclusion and pride all over the world through your art.
1: Yes, that's what we do. And what I must say from the beginning is, you know, our starting point is art. So, this is what we're here for, is to perform, is to create art. Uh, It can be dance, it can be drag, it can be ballet, it can be live art, performance. And then, suddenly what happened in uh, stateside, suddenly you, you become an either advocate or an activist, and we want to get back the conversation to the art to the performance, to the culture of what we do. So not everything that somebody with disability uh, does will be, will make waves and, and will be talked and, and then the art will disappear. The conversation have to uh, surround the art and performance and uh, uh, the career that the artists uh, have. And, and again, this is something that, uh, when we see, when we travel the world and we see sometimes that people, instead of looking at the art first and the craft first, there's always this label of the, disabil- the disabled. And it's, and it's a bit boring for us because it's, it's not, um, uh, it needs it, it's celebrated anyway. It's unapologetic. And this conversation first about disability and then the art is a bit boring, especially for for the artists that uh, work with us because they do what they do. They don't really care what people think about them, if they think they're their special needs or disabled or Down syndrome or whatever. This is not their concern. Their concern is to really perform really well on interesting stages and platforms. So the conversation about... Um, disability, uh, you know, people now see that you know, disabled art is very interesting. There's a new wave of uh, artists with disability here in Europe that's doing incredible work, refreshing, interesting, insightful. That uh, what we call a mainstream audience actually really engage and love it, and the, the disability, just like another layer it's not uh, it's just there as as uh, like any other person that have uh, layers of their personality it's not uh, overdramatic mm-hmm. it just maybe it can be a bonus and and I think a lot of people want to divert conversation uh, uh, that uh, people with disabilities are not enough to be a mainstream artist, so as high quality artist as everybody else wants to uh, be, and this conversation, I, I'm, I'm, we were very happy that what happened in the states uh, kind of raised awareness that actually people see the disability rather than a person, and this is a bit of a boring way of looking at people because even you know if you look at disability, if you look at Down syndrome every person with Down syndrome is so different from one another, like totally, totally different vibes and same with other group of people. And I think society have to learn that the word disability of somebody with disability doesn't mean anything about the person. Um, and it's uh, interesting to see audience coming and meeting us and see that they actually they have personalities and they're there as successful as they are because they are very, very talented and, and very magnetic and kind of like any other great artist that you have to have these qualities to be successful artists. So, you know, for us, it's uh, this conversation suddenly we had to kind of get out of our artistic skills and start talking about what, how, what the art that they're producing actually affecting, how it's affecting uh, society and culture. And we didn't want to kind of start a conversation, just the conversation is by us performing and really enjoying and fulfilling our careers enough. And then suddenly you have to be, uh, you, you've been asked to kind of justify Uh, what you do because somebody disagree with you or see disability as something very limited or uh, or or somebody with uh, uh, disabilities, intellectual disabilities, any kind of disability is not a whole person to be independent or they are holy people, very angelic that are not untouchable and not real. So this extreme put people with disability in a place of uh, uh, everyone interfering in their lives without knowing them, without actually really care. It's all assumptions that um, uh, trying to kind of, uh, some people suppress the disability co- uh, community because it's uh, uncomfortable. So in that case, people, I think missing out of great new voices that have been here for long. Uh, throughout our journey, we meet a lot of um, artists with disabilities, activists, and they have minds that are so interesting. The conversation we have with the people we meet is refreshing, it's insightful, it's so beautiful. And what we're trying to say, oh my God, is you have to listen because it's, uh, it's quite exciting. And you have to get out of yourself and what you think about others. And we live in a world that, you know, everybody's criticizing everyone. If it's disability, if it's color, if it's race, if it's gender, everybody thinks they can just say whatever they want about people and decide for them and decide if it's good or bad or what it should be. Um, And I'm glad that a lot of uh, people with disabilities are very stubborn people. I really like this trait for a lot of people with disability that suffered a lot of kind of repression and learned to be independent. They are super stubborn and they're quite loud and very clever. And I really like like this voice.
0: I, I, I would assume it contributes a lot to the art to have a strong voice like
1: that. Absolutely, that's what I'm saying. If you will see a lot of uh, artists with disabilities here in Europe, their work is extraordinary. Their voice is loud and very clear and very clever and very refreshing. And just this is adding to art and culture and society and to people that like aesthetics and culture and art. There's always this uh, conversation that needs to happen. Is it a good thing? An annoying thing, because again, you ha- always, when you have disability, always have to promote it and to explain. It's a part of uh, until society will know that uh, it really doesn't matter. Um, so, while working on this project, you always have to champion something, though all you want to do is just to have a party and perform and travel the world. It's coming with um, um, the um message without us wanting this message to be who are, who what we are they're first of all amazing performers
0: yeah. oh yeah. yeah so i I, I think though with powerful art and just quality art that that you guys are a part of and that you guys get to not just share locally in the UK, but just to take and show the entire world a, a type of art like that. I mean, it's just a matter of time. I think that showing something like that to so many cultures starts just a domino effect. Yes,
1: yes. What, what do you think, Ruby? Is it uh, nice to go to different cultures and uh, perform in different countries and different cultures? Why it's so important? It's great to show the
2: world, perform, do our Loves, no haters, no protesters.
0: One of the things that I've been talking with with Daniel a little bit about was just how you got started. Do you want to talk a little bit about what what kind of brought you into the group and and why you wanted to pursue this as a career?
2: Well, because my I've always dressed like a boy, and my sister found him online, and I wanted to front front to do drag. So. And I came to and saw it down and thought, Oh my god, I'm in mean, Dark Syndrome, how amazing is this? And so many people with so many friends and it was great to be part of it.
0: Awesome. So you've been you've been on the road a lot.
2: Yeah.
0: So when you're traveling on the road, do you get the same type of welcome at every place? Is every show got the same energy or have you noticed well, different
2: Sometimes. Sometimes when we went to, um, I think it was in America, we had a really good greeting about drag and Jordan. But everyone was clapping, everyone was cheering. It was great. Oh yeah, everyone always loves us, and we deserve to be there to perform and make everyone's lives easier. If they had to ask me, get the red from my
1: face. <laughs> yeah, I think she's right. Everywhere we go, we get really warm reception.
2: And sometimes we have bad negativity from people. Like in America, for instance, There's lots of protesters. That was terrible for us.
0: Did you, did you kind of expect that? that coming to America?
2: Not at all, no. I never thought that that happened. But when it did, I was like, oh my god, are you serious? I was shocked. Yeah.
1: The, the organization that invited us, uh, uh, and, we had great warm welcome from them. They all came to the airport to cheer them, and they sent a limousine to take them to their to their hotel, and there were a lot of press, very supportive press, so we did get uh, a, good, a good welcome as well. Uh, negative and positive. And that show sold out, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah, the show sold out in three hours and then we asked to add an encore show that was sold out as well. Ruby,
0: what stands out to you as the most memorable performance you've ever done?
2: Definitely Berlin.
0: Oh yeah? What <laughs> was special Berlin. about Berlin?
2: Well, I met the, the guy of my dreams, which I love, and the crowd was wild, and I loved us so much.
1: What, what else did you like about this gig?
2: i just told you, Pansy. <laughs>
1: what else?
2: The crowd, the food, everything really. But especially being with Daniel, cause he's perfect.
1: Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> you are Daniel.
1: <laughs> so what I mean, other gigs- Some gig-
2: days me and you will argue, sometimes we'll stop.
1: Yeah. What What other gigs did you like to perform? In?
2: Well, I, I like Cardiff, because I had Ernie Sparkle, the drag queen. He was brilliant.
1: I want to let you know about your performances, about Oh about yeah. people that you... My
2: met. performances were amazing. They are my beloved. Because I'm always bendy and they make everyone get crazy, get mad, and in join fan. I just see my fans getting go, wow factor.
1: What else? What other gig? in all the gigs that we did, what did you enjoy best?
2: Well, you know, the audience are drinking the hell an hour with my Daniel voice.
1: But which gig, do you remember a favorite place that you performed that you loved, loved, loved? Berlin! (laughs) (laughs) Because it was the last one. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, Well,
0: that just sounds like a a, a true artist and that your last one was always your best one. Yeah. That's correct. Ruby, do you feel like drag empowers you?
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. How How did you first get into drag?
2: Well, you know, I was watching people's drag race on Netflix, and I was so into it. And so my sister found Daniel online to get me to drag, and I loved it so much. I felt like a kin. I was like, oh, God, I am such a king, and I loved it.
0: Awesome. So you but, said, I, I know you mentioned before that your skills are unmatched, that you're the best yeah. at what you do. How did you hone those skills over time?
2: Well, you know, I did it for a long time, since I was a kid, since I was in festivals, clubs, everything like that. They always, everyone goes, Oh my God, you're so good. It's not dancing. easy. No, you can't because you're too drunk. <laughs>
0: okay. uh, do you feel like there were any obstacles or anything that made this harder for you to get to where you're at?
2: No, really, no. I just love it. Hmm.
0: So you found, you found what you loved and you've been doing it ever since, pretty much?
2: Yeah. I just love being a performer, I'm being in drag. But my process when I dance, I did pole dancing. Of how much work and all that stuff, whatever your work and stuff, and that's how I get my dance moves to make me more flexible, as always.
0: Did you uh go to like a dance school?
2: Um, no, not really, no, but I did do ballet at the Royal Opera House in London, and that was really good because then it was like, Oh my god, Ruby is so good! So I went to do ballet, and it was awesome. I had a private ballet class in my house in Hartford where I used to live. And I just became the best person I've ever seen. Yeah,
0: work it. Why not? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so Ruby, what if if, if I'm just coming to a show for the first time? I, I, I don't know anything about it. I'm just coming for the first time. All my friends say it's great. I want to come. What is something that you want me to get from your performance?
2: The inspiration. Because when you look at the performers that are in drag, and you might think, why are they doing drag, why are they people, or not people? Well, to me, people are drag, and if you love drag, uh, just come to our show, love us, or be a biggest fan, put in contact, but if you hate drag, mate, you, can, you have to get lost.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would I, I would love to see you guys come back to the US. I, I I would suspect that you guys would sell out again very, very quickly.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yes. There is a lot of interest and and mainly uh a few people with uh, Down syndrome contacted us saying they would love to meet us and to collaborate with us. Um in the first show. Uh, in Grand Rapids, uh, a member of the audience contacted us before he said that you really want to join us, so we met uh, in the half time and he went on stage with us and performed as one of us and it yeah. was absolutely great, and we
2: Oh, he was a brilliant dancer
1: brilliant dancer, yes yeah another guest artist joined up on stage. Um, and then we got a lot of uh, requests for performances and appearances around the uh, USA. So, in the near future, we probably will come again. Uh, we met amazing people, very interesting.
2: Oh, yeah, Lady Dio!
1: Yeah, we met great uh, other queens and. Um, great
2: and all that.
1: Yeah. And we sold out to shows with great audience that really interested in uh, performance and culture. Um, So it was a a very successful event. And, you know, I know that it's not representing America what happened, because this kind of discrimination and direct discrimination happens everywhere, all around the world. Uh, It's not a, a national. Uh, things especially to uh, the states but what we learned is like there are actually people judging people without knowing the the facts and interfering in people's life in negative way uh, when they don't know anything about them and, and what they want and what they need and so also we learned that a lot of people with disabilities uh, don't have a loud enough voice. Uh, and because of that, people interfering in their lives and made their lives poorer, actually. And, and instead of parading and giving people with disability more space in society, again, it's trying to kind of push away. And if uh, we give artists a chance, they can just actually develop uh, what called art. And, and bring something new to new audiences. <laughs> Ruby,
0: do you feel like including people with disabilities is important for drag?
2: Yeah, I think it is, because it's, it's really good to encourage other people don't with disabilities to come on stage and dance with us.
0: So does that, is that something that happens at a lot of your shows, where the audience Yeah, it
2: has to performs? be, because we need to encourage other people with disabilities and something to be part with us, so they can dance with us, like we had in America.
0: And, and so this has happened like worldwide, whenever you travel, you're, you're that inclusive that anybody that wants to come and, and celebrate and be a part of your art gets the chance to? Yeah. And how does that make you feel to see people want to, to be a part of what it is that you're doing?
2: Well, it feels really nice to meet those people out and about unless and disabled, I think it's important for all of us because if they come and dance backstage to see us and want to
1: dance with us, you're always welcome to. It's something again, for us, a person is a person. So, of course, there is around us more people with visible and un- invisible disabilities. For us, it's the norm. It's uh, This is how we roll. Um, and we don't have to apologize and talk about it too much. Uh, People that are surprised that this is how it is and how wonderful it is, again, missing out uh, because uh, diversity is spice of life and we have a lot of spice and that's why we're surrounded by people with different disabilities. That means we have very colorful people around us and it's fun all the time. And, and again, every disability is so unique and every person with their, their own disability is so unique. It's always very exciting. You don't meet the same person again. That's why in this tour we meet hundreds and hundreds of people, very interesting people. And, and what personally I learned is like, again, every disability is so personal that I usually ask, when I meet somebody, there's specific disability and their specific thing. And then you realize that this kind of universe, a person with a very unique universe and a very unique way of looking at things. And by working with this company, again, we meet what's called disability. And for us, it's so normal. Um, And when we get asked too many questions about disabilities, like to talk about something that you do every day and it's the norm, and suddenly you have to um, talk about the mundane, that for for you it's the mundane, for others it's uh, too intense, a big topic or something new. I guess that's the way of the world, but uh, I think if you hang around with us, and since performing, you'll understand that art uh, and disability is such an amazing combination.
0: Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. Ruby, you have any other thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, I do. Go for it. Okay. The stage you. is yours. Thank you. Anyway, so I love to encourage other people with disabilities or mental health or anything like that. If they want to come and see us perform, they're always welcome to. And I just wanna say you guys are making us dream come true and making us a really good time and having a good time with us. And if wanna come up for a drink sometime, we can all go up for drinks as a group.
1: Wait, That's it. Anything else? That's it. Is there talk? Topic- and
2: only one thing about the haters?
0: Yes. Please address them.
2: Well, this will blow your mind off. Okay, well, if the haters hate us, then just carry on hating us. I mean, who cares? I mean, we're all performers. We're all disabled. We all got the right to be who we are and live as life and drag and perform on that stage. Make everyone love us. And if we come to one of our shows, the haters, you're, you see that we're not just we're not just people in drag. You see that that we're professional artists. That's what we're about. We're all professional artists. We're all working as performers, and that's what we are.